Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in today. I am so excited to be partnered with Sway Vodka Soda. Why? Because they will be donating on my behalf to Can Fund. And this series is all about helping Team Canada athletes. Well, actually, we're talking to them. Sway is helping them by donating to Can Fund. Sway is a better tasting vodka soda with nothing to hide. It's real simple and unforced while still delivering more flavor. Martha McCabe, my co-host throughout series four of Dropping In, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you've had fun learning about all of these athletes slash they're pretty much our friends, um, but they're sports. Have you had a good time? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's super fun. And yeah, I feel like I learned so much in each one about like either the sport or them, their life. It's always cool. It's so wild. Um, Okay, so this episode is kind of like a little bonus episode. Obviously, everyone's headed to Tokyo. So Mark was our last athlete. And we're just going to kind of go over the series. If you have listened or haven't listened, this is a little bit of a recap. So A, I started episode 31 with the one and only Martha McCabe. Uh, Olympic swimmer who is actually going to Tokyo. So when we wrap this up of the little recap, I'm going to ask her a couple questions about heading over to Tokyo. Um, When this episode airs, you will be in Tokyo, by the way. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, um, Episode 32, we dropped in with Georgia Simmerling, who's kind of an anomaly um, of a Team Canada athlete. I mean... Do you have anything to say about Georgia? Oh, man, it was fun chatting with her. I'm a huge fan of just cycling. So I could have spent hours on that one just asking her so many questions. Plus, I think we met her dog in that episode. Yeah, we did. Maybe. Dog and (laughs) girlfriend that was cooking dinner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's also (laughs) going to the games. Right, exactly. As a soccer goalie, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So rad. I mean, she does take breaks. I've been following her her um, Instagram, and I'm like, oh, I do see you are taking a break. She's <laughs> just a go, go, go girl. Um, yeah. All right, episode 33, we, we dropped in with Evan Dunphy, and he is our race walker. And what I learned from this one was that this will be – potentially be the last time the 50k race walk will happen at the olympics why because it's only the males do it and the olympics are trying to bring a fair playing field for women and men um so that's going to be really exciting to watch and then we also learned a lot about race walking 
Do you remember? Yeah, we did. And oh yeah, I remember. There's some good <laughs> stuff in that episode. And uh, Evan is oh, I I just think he's such an impressive guy. Um, like 50k race walk, that is an incredibly long event, and like the mindset you need to have to be able to like keep a certain pace and like just keep going and probably even get faster is incredible. And I remember in uh, Rio, he actually, there was the whole, like he got bumped and fell and got a medal and then didn't have the medal. Like that was a big deal. So like I, to a degree, like, you know, there's excitement on the line. Like he potentially could be a medal potential. So like, I don't know, it'll be really awesome to watch him race. I know. I'm I. I can't, I can't remember I'd have to go back, but I was like, is this redemption? But he's actually so Canadian that like, it's probably not redemption. He's, he yeah, didn't exactly. go for the appeal. So you're kind of like, ah, oh, you're such a gentleman. Oh yeah. That, so, that story in itself, him not going for an appeal, like people should Google that, read the whole article. Yeah. Like it's actually such a wild story. Yeah. He's full, full, full Canadian and he does not poop on the yeah. race course, my friends. that's a good conversation we had in there all right episode 34 we dropped in with pierce lepage um who blew my mind because just even thinking of doing 10 sports in two days competing at the olympics i was just like i don't understand how you train um so he kind of broke it down for us but also how he kind of chills out with video games like you yeah, kind of a video game. I like that piece <laughs> yeah that that was interesting that, the, the, those are the fun things you learn on the, on this podcast is like these little side hobbies that some of these athletes have right because some of them they train so hard well all of them train so hard but then they have time on the side to kind of recover where you need to chill so it's like mm-hmm. what do they do with that time and mm-hmm. he has a good story there which is fun I know. I seriously think if esports makes it into the Olympics, he could potentially go to the Olympics for that as well. Like, I know he said he was retired, but because he's like working on sport (laughs) and you make so much money, you make so much money in esports. I'm like, did you choose the right avenue? Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, what, like, can you, could you compete in two different, like, fully different? Like, could you compete in esports and decathlon at the same Olympics? That is a whole other thing. Eh? Like, <laughs> I don't think that must not be allowed. Like, that's never happened. Has no, it? that for sure could be allowed. Like, going and like, a so like you could go. So, I don't see yeah, why that like, wouldn't be allowed. Together. I think it comes down yeah, to I like suppose. timing, right? Yeah. And qualifying. Like you could compete in the sport in the first week and in the second week. Like, tech, theoretically, I'm getting way off track here. But no, but you probably could. could. you compete in swimming and then athletics? Like, week one and then week two. I don't see, I don't see why not. But I yeah. don't know how you would qualify because you kind of narrow yeah, things down. So hard. But yeah. that, that brings me to a point. Like, Tora Bright, this is the same um, sport, snowboarding. She competed yeah. in all three disciplines in half pipe, okay. slope style, and border cross. She's not a border crosser. She's a full on slope styler and she has gold <laughs> in the half pipe. But yeah, she did that. And I was like, what? I don't understand how you have time to do any yeah. of this. But yeah, Pierce, yeah. if you're listening to the recap, 
Yeah. <laughs> Think about that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so far, all of those athletes, Georgia, Evan, Pierce, are qualified for the games. We're just a couple weeks out from the games. Um, and episode 35 dropped on a Thursday with Annie Guglia. And on Friday, we got the unfortunate news that she did not qualify. Um, but go back to episode 35 because she does explain how the qualification works. And the reason it was like, oh, I hate, I, I love the Olympics, but I hate when people don't qualify that you think are going to qualify. She, the top 20 um, skateboarders go on to the Olympics and mm -hmm. there's a maximum number of, of um, women and men for the top 20 and she was 23rd is that that's right isn't it Martha? something like that yeah and Canada I don't think we're sending any uh females actually at all which is no, unfortunate she, she would have been the top yeah but you know what she's an unbelievable athlete an unbelievable person her outlook is so good like not qualifying for an Olympics is absolutely crushing um mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure you've experienced it to a degree at some point. Like, I experienced it when I was, uh, you know, trying for my first games, really. I was probably 18 years old, and it just devastated me at the time. Yeah. But when I look back on my career now, it's like, that is what made me who I was later mm -hmm. and, like, allowed me to go to two games after. And I just think Annie's going to have the same experience. Like, it's crushing. It's devastating. But, like, she also has so much more ahead of her. Like, this is just a little tiny step. And whether it's at the Olympics or just in skateboarding or in life, like she's clearly a very successful oh woman. Oh my gosh. So. She's like a trailblazer for women skateboarding in Canada. And I am like just proud of her. If you guys go to her Instagram, one of the last posts she did was just the things that she's learned and she's lifted them off. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's yeah. like, crushing it right now yeah. I'm like can't wait to see what happens with her so that was episode 35 dropping in with Annie Guglia number 36 episode 36 Jacqueline Simino. we dropped in with this artistic swimmer it's no longer called synchronized swimming I didn't really we didn't really get into that but I think it's because like there's now solo swimmers Cause she does okay. solo swimmers I wasn't, okay. and then they're not all synchronized. I think she does her own dance. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. I, in the water. Yeah. Which is cool. I didn't know why they changed the name either, but eh. I know there was like unhappy okay. people about it for sure. Oh uh, really? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had it. <laughs> people don't like change, Martha. They don't like change. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. I had to add in this episode after because we talked to her before she went to Budapest and all these other mm -hmm. um, competitions that she wasn't sure was going to happen. Dude, she's like gold, 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 silver, gold, yeah, gold, gold. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, she's in it to win it. The chocolate that she's eating yeah. right before she drops into the pool <laughs> is really paying off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually remember again, like seeing Jacqueline Simino um, in Rio and like she was young and like, so I just think this is her time. You know what I mean? Like she was, she was doing really well and like you could tell she was like part of the team and like 
I think they did they did fairly well in Rio, but just like it's four years now added on, which she's clearly just been like working away and like crushing it. Cause like, yeah, as you say, unreal, like past few months for her uh, on yeah. the world stage. So another like really exciting one to see go to their next games and probably do something big. I know it's, it's, that's what I'm saying about these games is like the people that you think are going to win or should have won last summer are they gonna bring it or did they feel like complacent and are just kind of riding the wave or did they work yeah. their little tushies off to, I don't know yeah. what's going to happen at these games. It'll be a huge mixed bag. You're right. Some, some people that you think we're going to go like easily win are just going to be not there. And then you're going to have these surprise people. It's, it'll be cool. I know I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> Okay, episode 37, dropping in with Alana Yip. I don't know about you, Martha, but I have been posting some of her training, I guess we would call it, on dropping in's Instagram because every time I scroll through, I'm like, she's just hanging on like a freaking spider. Yeah, yeah. So- this one's wild. Sport oh, climbing? Yes. This is its first appearance, correct? First appearance, yeah. Yeah. So like, what a cool sport to, yeah, like see in the games and it's going to be, I, I think in that episode, she explains a bit about like what actually happens. It's kind of complicated. So definitely check out the episode because yeah. she goes into it, which it helps understand what's going to happen. And I know because um, it happens yeah, be cool all in one day, which I didn't realize because there's yeah. three different disciplines and it's like yeah. go time. Someone did ask me a question. Um, about that episode and they were they said for the bouldering part because with the bouldering you get the four minutes in finals five minutes in qualifiers to climb up this kind of shorter wall and Mm -hmm. they were like well yeah they don't get to see the wall before they compete so Mm -hmm. does no one get to watch anyone else while they're competing Ooh, yeah i'm assuming right yeah they must be they must be like hiding out in a little behind the quarantine wall. room. Yeah, yeah, like behind the wall. <laughs> and then if they're done, they can watch and be like, "Don't beat my time! Don't beat my time!" <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's that would be fun. I that's a cool one. What? A and then the sport. the speed the speed one. That one I was like, "That's a set course. You do it all the time. That's why they're like spider monkeys, just like yeah, yeah." Definitely something to watch. Um, Okay, number 38, episode 38, we dropped in with Will Crothers. Now, a little insight, Martha McCabe's cousin, correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be competing at the games. What boat is he in? Conlon is in the men's pair. So, yeah, he's going to be competing. So, this is his third Olympics. Um, he's like best friends with Will Crothers. So I also know Will pretty well through that. Yeah. Um, but those guys are all like, yeah, amazing guys, really experienced Olympians. I think Will's boat has a few young guys, which I think he shares a bit about in the episode. Yeah. But yeah, seeing those guys is going to be uh, always exciting. The rowers are, they're, they're such, a, such a fun group to watch. The women, the men, they're all, they're, they're beasts. It's so cool. They are beasts. I honestly reading the the four-year olympian it's it's up there you can kind of see it um 
<laughs> I read that right. and I was just like, dude, it really depicts how gnarly they train and what happens. Like yeah. I ask Will kind of out of context for our listeners. I'm like, how are your hands? Because I've read that book. I know like the, right. the crap your hands go through and yeah. their whole bodies. And we do talk about how like one of his teammates broke their rib. And that's because in my defense, I say they're so strong that they, <laughs> their bodies broke their ribs. It's pretty much what happens. It's basically anyway, true, yeah. We, we talk about yeah. that in, uh, in episode 38 uh, with Will Crothers. So definitely check that one out. Episode 39, I realized we were getting very close to the Olympics. A lot of people were heading out to the Olympics. And Mr. Mark Pearson was kind enough to literally <laughs> finish practice in between practices chat with me unfortunately martha was busy but we do do a little shout out to martha in that episode and her um head-to-head business because i <laughs> had finished a speaking engage or i had a speaking engagement that night and mark also um does a lot of speaking engagements for head-to-head um but mark oh my gosh so humble so great going to his third games with the Okay, I just read CBC and they're like, Devin Haru was like, well, they are the, they know they're the underdogs. And I was like, well, I'm not going to bring that up in my episode, but he brought it up and I just read it on Twitter and I was like, they are the underdogs, but dude, they're training really hard and I'm excited to see what's going to happen with them. We talk, um, obviously, Martha, you weren't there, but our rapid fire was not rapid. We (laughs) no way. Oh no, super weird. Uh, One of my my favorite questions that was kind of rapid, uh, I asked, I I don't know if everyone knows, but he's a a coffee and and, like freak. He loves coffee. I remember he like hit me up. He's like, what if I came up with this idea for all these athletes? And I was like, cool, dude. That sounds amazing. I don't drink coffee. (laughs) I'm not the person you want to talk to about this. Um, but okay. yeah, he, I think he'd had one training session and had already had two or three cups of coffee and then had another training session. So he'll have like another cup of coffee and then he had coaching and I was like, dude, where do you find the time? Thank you so much. So it was a really That's cool awesome. episode chatting with him. And we had the same, um, surgeon cause he tore his Achilles. No, I, yeah. Do you remember he tore his the, Achilles? Oh Yeah. The extra year is a bit of a blessing for Mark. He's had time to recover fully and like get going with training, which like, yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to Mark quite a bit too. And like, yeah, it sounds like their training right now is pretty wild. Like they are working their butts off, which is exciting to see what, what's going to happen at the game. I know anything's possible. Like I'm saying like a year off, what are the other teams doing? Cause they really haven't had totally. too many matches. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool. I do we Great do touch on the uh we do touch on the injury and how he came back but for the listeners like I honestly did not think he would be making it to the games and the fact that he's qualified just shows that like grit and determination in that yeah. human being and I'm I'm like I'm such a proud friend <laughs> yeah yeah Mark is an amazing person such a great like leader, athlete, everything. Like there's so many pieces to Mark that makes him such a, such a great guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. So fun. Okay. So that wraps up our episodes. Obviously this will be episode 40. I do want to ask Martha a couple questions as she will be heading to Tokyo. Um, You'll be in Tokyo when this episode airs. So yeah, it's going to be really hot there. What are you going to (laughs) pack? Or are you going to pack anything or are you just going to have the team Canada kit? Yeah, that's the thing. It's mostly Team Canada kit. But um, the funny thing is everyone's talking about how hot Tokyo is. Yeah. And like I've over the past like few weeks and when this airs, I'm probably going to be like, why did I say that? <laughs> but I've been like looking and it's been like 20 degrees. And I'm like, what? It's not even that hot. I looked like yesterday and it was like 30 degrees. So maybe like every week it just goes up by like 10. So by the time I'm there, I'm going to be like, okay, it's really hot. But uh, sweet, yeah. I packed this long sleeve for no apparent reason. Exactly. <laughs> but part of me is scared that I'm going to be in all these air conditioned buildings. I'm not kidding. Like the heat, I'm actually, I, I'm okay with. I'm just going to be like, you know, I got tank tops, shorts. It's all Team Canada stuff, like Mercedes, yeah. you know that. Yeah. But um, I'm like a little nervous about the air conditioning situation because I get really cold. So That's I'm like, totally oh man, if I'm going to be like packing all this clothing for like hot weather and then I'm just inside AC and I'm freezing my butt off like do you want some of my team Canada sweaters (laughs) yeah or your winter stuff eh? yeah you could take my couch and sweater (laughs) yeah (laughs) you'll be the one that's totally set that's hilarious no that's a good that's a great point I I love AC and I hate AC are you the kind of um, person in a if you're driving a car that has AC are you windows up with AC or are you windows down oh I'm in like 40 degree weather windows down sweating buckets and like just loving it I don't like same what is that like being like yeah I don't know either it's I think we're like comfortable with just being sweaty it's like whatever (laughs) that's fine (laughs) it's totally normal for us that's hilarious yeah oh my goodness um okay Mark and I touched on this like food in Tokyo and obviously there's Mm. going to be um a new way of going to the to the food hall for everyone are you gonna pack any snacks good question you're like reminding me of things i need to do i'm like oh man yeah i probably should eh should i um, help you with your with your list yeah well i know the food's probably. really Let's good go, in tokyo go your list right now. yeah <laughs> do you want me to well, pull out my thing, you know what yeah that could be good um like as someone who's going to the game i know eating is so important and like the food i eat will be important but it's not even close to as, as important as it was when i was an athlete so like yeah. i can go in there and like eat something that might make me feel a little off and that's yeah. okay because I just need to go out and like work and like be, be a positive vibe, like, and like get things done for the athletes. Like, so I'm less concerned about that. If I was an athlete, probably, yeah, I'd probably be packing like bread and peanut butter and like snacks and like crackers and granola bars, right? Like just to be safe. But yeah, I feel like also the Canadian Olympic committee does a really good job of taking care of its people, oh like gosh. especially the athletes. So I feel like they're going to have it set up, you know? Yeah, I know. I I always kind of wonder what um, the other teams aren't getting that Team Canada does get. Like we oh. get this athletes lounge and and a lot of the times, not this, not these Olympics, we are yeah. allowed to stay and watch the games where a lot of my other teammates yeah. in snowboarding are like, you're done competing. 
get out of here. So yeah, I'm very proud to be part of Team Canada. It's the best. Definitely. Yeah. Like, um, I even think they just do a good job of like cleaning the rooms and like mm-hmm. upping, upgrading the rooms a bit, you know, like making them a little bit more comfy with whatever they can. Yeah. Again, like you said, these games will be different, but I'm sure they're going to do a great job. And when I say they, I think I'm going to be part of that team doing that <laughs> as a mission. As on the mission. I know. It's, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I remember like, cause going to four games, I got to see like, I started to know all the staff and I, and I, I made more friends and um, the behind the scenes of what you guys do that the athletes never see, because it's kind of like Disneyland for the athletes in a sense. Yeah. This is, so when I started uh, my first job was coaching at a summer camp in Mount hood. And literally that was, that was what our job was. The kids never saw us fill up gas. They never saw like, the other side of what yeah. coaching was. And that's what the Olympics is for team Canada with the athletes. Yeah. Like they somehow your luggage just shows up and if it's your yeah. first Olympics, you're like, Oh, this is totally normal. Like I did whatever. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. Cause I'm like, um, my friend just lugged my luggage up to my room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm honestly like a bit nervous. Like, I, I almost want to say I'm more nervous for these Olympics than the last two that I competed at because the last two I competed at, it's very simple, right? right? You just show up and you do the thing that you've been training every day. Like, for this, I, I am actually kind of nervous because, like, I want to do a really good job because I know what's on the line. And, like, I, I don't know what to expect as much because, like, I actually haven't been in this role and I haven't right. done this a million times. Like, I had my swimming. So, like, yeah. I'm super excited, but I'm like, oh man, this is, it's going to be a challenging for sure. It's going to be so fun. Just, oh, you're, I'm, yeah. I'm really, really excited for you. Um, I probably my last question for you. Are you okay in a perfect world sans COVID? Cause I don't even know if this would be possible. Would you yeah. travel in Japan afterwards? Oh, of course. Yeah, I would for sure. Yeah. I, I love traveling, like, and especially right now, right? We haven't traveled at all. Dying. This year, yeah, like you say, we can't really do anything, like, it is strict. Like, I don't think I can go into, as of now, as it stands now, like, I can't go into a pharmacy. If I had an emergency and need to go get, like, something, I can't go into a pharmacy. I can't go to a restaurant. Like, everything is in the athlete village or in the hotel and then nothing else. So, like, yeah, it'll be different, but uh, in a regular, yeah, year, Oh, I would yeah. fly I would over there out there traveling and yeah and join you <laughs> that's what I was gonna say that's what I was gonna say I was gonna, I'd bring I'd be like yeah friends family like yeah come like oh man it would be amazing um but alas here we are uh, COVID <laughs> a, a pandemic yeah. no one saw that one coming <laughs> oh Gosh. pretty wild stuff Martha, I have to thank you so, so, so much for dropping in with me all these episodes. I've had a blast. It's been so nice having your perspective and your amazing questions. Can you please just do a quick plug for Head to Head? Because I think it's the coolest thing ever. And I honestly had the best time ever speaking to some girls the other night. Yeah, that's amazing. We got some really good feedback on your talk. So obviously you're a 
an amazing speaker yourself and really good at sharing your experiences. Head-to-head basically connects Olympians and national team athletes with organizations all across Canada and beyond to share their stories and like help promote resilience and healthy habits and confidence and stuff like that. So we just set up these little programs um, beyond, you know, the speaking engagements that the Olympians do. We run little programs with videos and self-reflection workbooks and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, you can check us out. Um, on like Instagram at underscore head to head or at www.headtohead.ca and um, reach out. If people are interested, reach out. If you want to hear Mercedes chat and hear her story in depth, let us know and we'll get you guys connected. Yeah. So many great athletes on the repertoire. I, I can't thank you enough for a heading that up because it's so great and B being my co-host for series four. <laughs> thank you so much, Martha. Yeah. Thank you. It was so fun. I love it. Yeah. Great. Keep doing the great work. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm still really enjoying learning about all these sports that I really didn't know too much about. I do have to shout out Sway. They are committed to supporting communities and charities across the country. And I've chosen a cause near and dear to me. Can Fund directly supporting Team Canada athletes. Sway will be making a donation on my behalf to Can Fund. Now, what is Sway? It's delicious. It's made with real juice and real good vibes. It's a delicious tasting vodka soda. Cheers. Thank you, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro voice. Thanks for dropping in. If you want to watch this podcast, head over to YouTube. Follow Dropping In on Instagram and Facebook at Dropping In with Mercedes. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.